0: Hello, and welcome to the Learning to Slay the Beast podcast, where we will talk about all of the challenging things that we are working to overcome, like anxiety, obesity, and health relationship issues. My name is Sarah. Today on the show, I wanted to talk a little bit about something that I think a lot of people are experiencing, and that is how to holiday or staycation, as it may be, during COVID-19 and the coronavirus. So I will admit, I was on vacation last week from work, and I was very anxious leading up to my vacation because I felt like... I really wasn't sure if I should take any time off. Even though the whole time that the pandemic has been on, I've pretty much been working, uh, working from home the whole time, I did the homeschooling on top of working from home. And then we kind of slid into summer where I kept working from home and the kids were, you know, doing whatever during the day, screen time, outdoor time, really what they want, essentially. And I hit a point where I thought, you know, I really do need a break. Like, I am feeling the stress. My boss also went away, so I was acting in her job for three weeks in July, and so I really wanted a break. But, of course, as soon as I was leading into this vacation time, I put a whole bunch of pressure on myself in terms of what am I going to do? What am I going to do during this vacation? Everyone's like, oh, you're off next week. What are you doing? And, and so you do start to feel this kind of sort of judgment of yourself that you maybe haven't planned enough, even though we're in a pandemic. There was still this feeling of, you know, some people are going here and some people are going there and maybe I should find something to do and I want my kids to have a memory and all of these crazy thoughts just nonstop swirling through my head leading into this week off. Only one week, right? So what did I do in my typical... Um, to-do list fashion. I came up with a brainstorm list of things to do uh, around, uh, in terms of a staycation that were all kind of close by, that uh, were a little bit different than what the kids have been doing day to day since they've mostly been around the house. So, you know, I had some beaches that we could go to, um, some different uh, food spots that we could maybe hit to get takeout or something like that. I had some outdoor hiking areas, um, all different things like that on this list. And just kind of thought, we'll pick and choose throughout it. So what did we get up to? Well, during the week we did get to the beach a few times so we're lucky enough to live in eastern ontario where we do live close i would say i'm within maybe about 10 minutes of three beaches which is pretty, pretty good. I don't think I've ever lived anywhere where I've been 10 minutes from swimmable beaches. So uh, we did do that a couple of times. And that was kind of a nice way to get away, get outside. I did float the hiking thing past my kids, I wanted to go to some different conservation areas um, and and just really get a little bit deeper into nature. I live on um a property that 's about an acre, so we do have trees around um, the houses aren 't super close together, and so you know even home feels a certain amount nature, but um, I thought it would be fun to kind of get outside a little bit more. Uh, But the kids didn't, I think the heat, and then we did have a little bit of rain. So the kids didn't really want to do that so much, which I can understand that the beach was maybe a little bit more appealing. The town that the beach was in, um, at least the one that we went to the most, does also have this ice cream shop that has a lot of kind of classic ice cream, but then they also have gelato and then they have several dairy-free varieties. So my kids were pretty loving of the idea of going to a beach plus ice cream. So that was an easy sell compared to the hike, which didn't really come with with much, you know, there was no ice cream at the hike, I'll just say. The other challenge and I don't know if other people are running into this, but is totally the bathroom situation. So Basically, you can't go very far if there's no open bathrooms. Being that I have smaller children and myself, I have a smaller bladder, it's just always something on my radar. Like You can't drive an hour somewhere, spend a day at the beach if the public bathrooms aren't open, Um, and then we also aren't using a lot of restaurants and stuff right now and some some are open but some things are not so it just it meant that we really couldn't go all that far so some of these 10 minute away beaches uh, tended to be a good option so we did get the outside time that way Um, then I had a few other things on my mind in terms of like homemaking So I wanted to bake, Uh, I was fortunate enough to be gifted some uh, vegetables for a vegetable garden this year. One of the things was zucchini. So I made these healthy carrot and zucchini muffins this week. I wanted to kind of bake something healthy um, that, uh, I don't know, for some reason if I bake muffins, I just automatically feel like I'm a good mom. I just I think it ups my mom percentage by I don't know at least thirty percent bake baked muffins, that's the key. Um, and then I also ha- was gifted a number of cucumber plants, and so all of a sudden had a whole bunch of ripe cucumbers. And I had said something to my son about the fact that I we might have enough cucumbers that I could pickle some cucumbers and try canning. And he said, mom, you can pickle cucumbers. And so it made me laugh. And I thought, oh my gosh, like, that is what pickles are. They are cucumbers. So I was, I thought, okay, I have very vivid memories of my parents doing lots of canning, growing up with a home canner. And I remember it always being a little bit stressful because there was always a lot of boiling water happening. And there was a lot of, you know, Sarah, stay back. Um, and a lot of chaos and things happening quickly. And I never really understood it. But then I did try to do home canning, and I totally understand it. So I had my hand, I thought, I'm just going to start with a really small batch, I went and bought this little tiny canner, and some jars, because I thought, well, if this goes well, I might do a few other things. And with that, um, decided to do the pickles. And then of course, when I went out to my garden, there wasn't quite as many cucumbers as I thought, but there was definitely enough to do for um, 500 ml jars of pickles. So I started reading on the internet, like how to can. And I mean, I could have asked my mom, but I thought, well, you know, I'll just, I'll just figure it out myself. And there was a lot of different advice, I will say, on the internet. A real challenge in terms of wading through, do you sterilize the jars? Do you not? I thought I remembered my mom sterilizing, so I think I was on side very quickly with we're gonna sterilize these jars. Um, and then just different advice in terms of how long to process and how how to do the whole thing. So I, I kinda muddled my way through and I'm pretty proud. The jar's all popped and sealed And it looks like we've got four solid jars of pickles. I have no idea how they're going to taste. And it's so funny because my son's like, are they ready? And it's like, I just pickled them 24 hours ago. They are not ready to eat yet. Um, But I'm pretty proud of this because I've always looked at, oh, I'd love to do jam. And I'll, I always only do like a jam that you know, you can either put it in the freezer or basically I make enough to just pop a little bit in the fridge and we sort of eat it fresh and that's it. So I'm really excited at the idea that I could can other things potentially. I gotta say though, I I, I am concerned. I don't know if a lot of people feel like this maybe when they first get into canning, but reading everything online about all the bacterias and it like it's hard to know if you totally did it right and I really don't want anybody to die from my canned food so um, pretty excited that I did it I think uh, we'll see how much more I do like I said my family's done in the past relishes I'd be interested in like a relish Um, my dad does salsa as well he does a lot of pickled beets Um, I think we'd go through a lot of salsa. I think that would be something that uh, that would be worth it. So anyway, kind of exciting. Basically, to me, I always have these things that I've never done. And now I can check that off my list. The other thing that I checked off my list is it was my nephew's birthday, over my holiday vacation week and usually I miss whatever the celebration is because I'm at work um and they'll often do like a weekday the kids go to something because my sister is a teacher and she's home um but I actually got to go this time and I went go-karting for the first time in my entire life and it was interesting I I don't know if I would do it again but um I kind of said to my son that we could go together and that I'd drive. And of course, as soon as we started driving, they were pretty old go-karts and the gas um, the gas on mine didn't work super well, but uh, we were going pretty slow and uh, I kept thinking, why? Why am I driving this thing? Like I can drive a real car. So it was just kind of funny and it was bumpy. Like afterwards, I could feel that my body had been through a bit of a situation, so Again, I checked something off my list that I have never done before. And I uh, was pretty excited about that because it is weird to be almost 40 and I've never been in a go-kart, but I haven't. Um, One of the other things we got up to was I had to go pick up some shirts from a different town that I had ordered for pans and pandas awareness day that's coming up in October. So I had wanted to support those that were making the sweatshirts. And so I went to go pick those up. And then also close by, we went to a park, we just thought, let's go to a new park, the kids like did some swinging and climbing. And then we went to our favorite uh, vegan, gluten free, nut free bakery, strawberry blonde bakery in Ottawa. And they have recently, opened up to before during COVID they were doing delivery and I believe it was like pickup orders only where you could order in advance like pre pre done but the bakery was actually open everybody had masks we had masks but we did get to go in and pick a few things of course my kids went nuts and we spent like thirty five dollars um I think they got Two cupcakes, between the two of them, two cupcakes and two cake pops, two s'mores bars, and my daughter got a brownie bomb, which she didn't like. Anyway, and oh, and then we got donuts. That was my treat. I chose an apple fritter, and the kids each got, one was like a double chocolate donut, and the other one was... Almost like an old-fashioned with pink icing and sprinkles. The donuts were amazing. Um, like I said, they both liked the cupcakes. Uh, didn't They didn't like the brownie bomb. They both liked the s'mores bars. So I did not let them eat this all at once. We kind of spread these treats over several days. We had the, the donuts fresh because those seemed like that would be the best fresh. And then typically too, I will pick up when we go to this bakery, like some stuff for the freezer. Um, They always have a lot of frozen pies. Um, They have like wonderful cinnamon rolls that are like take and bake. So you can take them home, you know, pop them back in the freezer and then take them out whenever it is time for you to have a nice treat. So really wonderful. Totally recommend um, if anyone's ever in the Ottawa, Ontario area. Uh, Strawberry Blonde Bakery. They've got a Kanata location as well as Westboro uh, closer to downtown Ottawa. So, really good. So, we definitely got up to some treats, and that's always got to be part of holidays. I mean, let's face it, sometimes you need a nice treat, and especially when it's a bit of a drive, um, you've got to kind of give yourself time for it. So, the other thing that I wanted to accomplish on my staycation was some things for my business. So obviously, I did a podcast last week. um, But then also my book. So I had gotten back copy edits on my book about a week or two before vacation. And I kind of thought, you know what, I'm gonna hive that right off and spend the time doing that when I am off from work. Because I do find it challenging as a writer, that in my nine-to-five job, I sit at a computer, and I spend a lot of time doing emails, writing, reading. It is very hard then to want to spend your whole evening doing that. And so I do like and prefer to try to write, um, like more on the weekends especially editing either on the weekends or in this case on a vacation time because it's just like you're just sharper it's hard it's hard to do something for eight hours a day and then your brain's tired your eyes are tired like I find my eyes get totally tired and I just miss things and I'm not as sharp so that was good I did get the time to go through the copy edits, and I feel really good. I'm kind of doing a last read of the book right now just, um, just to see if something else pops out at me in terms of wanting to make a change and change. And then I think we head into more of the design phase. So that was really exciting as well. And then another thing that I had wanted to focus on during my staycation was thinking a little bit more strategically about um, my side hustles and my side business and where things were going. And I will say I didn't quite get the time or the inspiration there that I was hoping for. So as many of you know, I've been recently into uh, selling and educating on doTERRA as a wellness consultant. Um, and I just had like an eight week course on essential oils. And then I also recently took a course on teaching meditation. And so I really wanted to beyond the book and the podcast put a little bit of time into what is next in terms of those businesses. And I didn't quite get there. I I love doTERRA. I love the products. Um, You know, I ordered a lot of doTERRA while I was on my staycation. Um, Certainly all of the deals they've had uh, in terms of BOGOs, I got some of my stuff delivered. And so it was definitely nice to spend a little time using the oils, taking a bit of a break. But um, I haven't really gotten too far into the strategy piece. And I think for me, my challenge is anything I put my time and effort into has to feel 100% worth it. Um, and I have to feel so many benefits from it because I look at it, you know, that time that I put into business, or anything like that directly comes away from, you know, time I could potentially put into my nine to five job or time that I could potentially put into spending time with my kids, or with my husband or extended family, writing, like all of the things, right? So I think that's where I'm just not sure what level I want to be at. And it's funny because doTERRA, you know, they always talk about the different levels of people. There are sharers, people who just like to share about it. Um, and I, I don't know. And then their, their highest level is a builder. And I'm just not sure. I'm not sure if I'm a builder. Um, might just be a sharer, someone that likes to share about the oils and uh, use them and tell others a little bit here and there. But um, i 'm not i 'm not sure i 'm not sure I can do much beyond that I guess um, and with the meditation, I have a meditate two meditations actually that are kind of in draft form, and I just need to find that little bit of quiet time uh to finalize those and and that 's the thing with writing too like you just you have to be in a certain mindset and so I need to dig in. And just get those finalized and and then my goal is really to record them and share them. So definitely uh, more to do there, and I swear if I had had two weeks i would have I would have nailed it down, but I think I did fairly well for a week. Um, Some of the other things I got up to, of course, fitness. So I've shared many times, I typically do about four weightlifting workouts a week, usually four cardio workouts, Um, still running. So my long Sunday run was eight and a half miles. And I felt really good about that. I felt like I got my mileage back up um, a little bit. And I'd still love to get to that half marathon, but I am, I'm not there yet. I keep getting a a twinge in my knee when I get around nine miles. So we'll see, we'll see if we get there and definitely felt really good to have a little bit of uh, free time, I guess, to invest in harder into some of those workouts. I used my Peloton app a ton and uh, felt really good about that. And then the last thing we got up to, which was kind of exciting, was we bought a trailer so that we can take that a little bit around uh, the province camping as kind of a getaway thing. So excited for that. We won't get it for a little while, and and I think it'll be more useful next year. But I'm sure many people who are experiencing um, the COVID staycation are thinking a lot about camping and things like that where you can actually get away. It's just funny because last year I took the exact same year off or same week off in August and we took our kids to Disney World. We flew down to Florida. We stayed in an amazing hotel, the Disney uh Swan and Dolphin, and we went to Magic Kingdom and then we went to um Universal Studios for the uh, Wizarding World of Harry Potter adventure, we spent the whole day on Harry Potter stuff. And it was an amazing trip. And it was funny, because on my Facebook, all my memories kept coming up from, you know, posts I had made last year saying one year ago, you know, this is what you posted. And I, I just can't even wrap my head around how different that year has been. That, you know, thank goodness, We just, and and it was a very last minute trip. My husband and I literally like planned, got passports and, you know, told the kids about the trip, like within two weeks, the kids only knew like two days before we left. It was such a crazy, crazy last minute trip, but I'm so glad that I took them because this year that would not have been happening. It's just so different. And, um, I'm glad that we, that we really went for it last year. So, um I guess transitioning out of this week off it was funny kind of last night I was sitting out on my deck and I thought oh I just want to sit outside for a few minutes and be outside and savor my last minutes of this week off and I was thinking a bit about I always finish vacation saying I want to bring vacation mindset into work. And I was trying to think about what does that mean to me? And it usually means just a bit more outside time. It means taking things a little bit more slowly, taking things a little less seriously. Um, more movement, like more just walks out and about. I mean, I even took the kids for ice cream one evening. We did like a bonus ice cream run. Um, and I thought, man, I, I never do that. Like I don't go out in the evenings and just go get a dessert or something like that with the kids. And so just trying to think about how to incorporate some of those vacationing things into regular life. Um one of the concepts I really love is that the goal should be having a life that you don't need a vacation from. And so I'm always trying to think of what can I incorporate to make to make life feel a little less hectic. And and like I said I think some of it is perspective in terms of taking things seriously cuz when you get really sucked back into your job it's like everything feels like so 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 important and yet it's so funny because you can walk away for a week in a lot of cases and just not really be thinking about it too much generally so especially if you know that somebody's kind of covering for you in your absence anyway so those were a couple of my takeaways and then the other one i said to my husband i i want us to come up with like a nighttime routine you know there's so much focus on morning routines rachel hollis and the hollis company are all about the morning routine And I've been trying. You know, I do my gratitude journal. I always work out in the morning. There are certain vitamins I take every morning. Like, that's generally my morning routine. Um, But I'd love a nighttime routine. So I was listening to the Rob Lowe podcast, literally. And he talked about his nighttime routine and it's very California actorish is to, you know, soak in his hot tub and he doesn't drink. So I I thought it was interesting to kind of hear that because a lot of people's nighttime routine, I think, you know, they have a drink after work or, and I don't really do that either. And so I'm always interested in other people's, but his is sit in a hot tub and then he sits out by a fire every night and smokes a cigar and kind of goes to bed by 10 o'clock. And I was like, huh, you know, that sounds relaxing. I don't smoke. I've never smoked a cigar in my life. But but this concept of this Hollywood actor routine sounded interesting to me. And I certainly know a lot of people that, you know, religiously do a nighttime walk. You know, it, maybe it's even just like 10 minutes, but every night they get it in a routine. And I I haven't nailed a nighttime routine. You know, I always do a certain bedtime thing with my kids. Some days it goes better than others. It always involves reading books. But, you know, I'd love to really nail kind of a me nighttime routine. I have had habits of like a salt bath and things like that. That's always the goal, but it's, it doesn't always happen. Um, so I said to my husband, we need to come up with a nighttime routine. So I'm still thinking on that one. I'd love to hear on Instagram or the blog if anybody's got a really awesome nighttime routine that um, is actually something that you can accomplish. Because again, I think that would help to keep that vacation relaxed mentality is that kind of morning grounding and nighttime grounding. So anyway, I'll add that to uh, my list of to do's, I guess, which always seems to get longer. And, uh, and we'll go from there. So, thank you so much for listening today. I hope you've enjoyed the podcast and found it useful. As always, this podcast is just based on my experience, not intended to be any kind of medical or professional advice. The podcast is sponsored by doTERRA. Some vacation y oils are things like doTERRA's Cheer blend, which literally smells like candy. As well, their yoga blends are so wonderful. I always put the Arise blend on when I'm working out in the morning in my gym. I throw it on because it's got like a citrus uh, feel to it and it helps me to wake up when I'm into my workouts. And I love Anchor in the evening, especially uh, either to accompany some stretching or even to um, put on when I'm doing the dishes and, and cleaning up after dinner. So if you do like the podcast, please consider subscribing or reviewing. Uh, Also, there's more from me on my blog, www.theallergybeast.wordpress.com. You can follow me on Instagram at sarahladygluten, S-A-R-A-L-A-D-Y-G-L-U-T-E-N. And in terms of doTERRA, if you're interested, you can either contact me on Instagram or uh, email me at reallifeprojectco at gmail.com. Thank you very much for listening, and I hope you have a great week.